everybody, welcome back to the Technical Foul Podcast. We're excited to bring another episode to you. What up? It's good. <laughs> Just fresh off of the Super Bowl. Um, it's a crazy game. What do you guys think? Uh, definitely the best Super Bowl of all time. Of all time? Yes. Wow. I don't know about of all time, but it was a very good Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. very. I would say great. All around, Super. there was some good ads, some good ball play, some... Good halftime performance all around. Good controversy. Very, very good towards game. The I'd end. say definitely top 50 Super Bowl. I mean, top 52, probably. Yeah. For sure. No, I mean, maybe maybe <laughs> like top 5, top 10. I mean, there's some other ones that stick out in my mind. Like the uh, last year's was the most probably yeah. epic comeback of yeah. all time. Yeah. And then you had the, uh, the Giants-Patriots Super Bowl was such a good Super Bowl. And Which uh, one? Well, the the one with the the catch, the helmet catch, of course. Oh, that happened. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah, unfortunately. And then um, the another one that sticks out in my mind is like the Steelers Cardinals, where Larry Fitzgerald goes across the middle, takes that thing to the house, and then Ben Roethlisberger drives all the way back down and throws it to the corner to Santonio Holmes. That was epic. Not not the way I wanted it to go, but Ben, do you remember everything Pretty about much. everything? <laughs> What happened in the 1994 Super Bowl? Can you give us a play-by-play on that? I think it was the Cowboys well, and the actually, Bills, that was, maybe? that was the year before I started watching. Oh, okay. It was actually yeah, the 49ers. Just in time. The 49ers did win that one, though, I believe. But the 95 like... Super Bowl was the Cowboys and Steelers. <laughs> Deion Sanders, MVP, I believe. Oh, y'all keep talking. I'm going to check that. Yeah. I'm going to fact check the 95 <laughs> Super Bowl. fact check that. Okay. 95 Super Bowl. So what did you guys think? What, what, what was your... Uh, Reaction of the game, uh, upside, downside? I think, for the most part, uh, we're kind of relaxed towards the beginning. Me and Coney, me and Coney, me and Tony pretty much called the first action of the of the game. Um, Eagles is going to score first, as normal. Well, Patriots don't normally score, score first. On, uh, they hadn't scored in the first quarter of, of any Super Bowl, right? Of, of any. Uh, the last seven, at least. Okay. They hadn't scored. Period. All right. Wow. I mean, the one thing I think that people are not talking about is, is the Eagles are not getting a whole lot of love on radio, TV. Um, so I'd like to just shout out the Eagles. First of all, they had a terrific game plan. Um, they played balls to the wall. I don't think they played conservative at all. Like Doug Peterson was making. Uh, tough calls and very like you know risky play calling a lot of times and um, I think it paid you know paid off for them they came out with a victory and they had so many big plays and big moments there's a lot of third downs where like big catches were made things like that yeah and then you know like Bill Belichick always says the Patriots didn't make enough plays yeah um they stayed, like you said, they stayed aggressive. Um, that's what Trey had thought. My bad. I mean, and everybody, I mean, Nick Foles was, was really good. I mean, he had the one pick, but, you know, you could say that was his fault. I think he got, he threw it well enough. You know, Jeffrey got his hand on it. He just happened to bat it in the air, and Patriots came down with it. But 373 yards for a backup QB? Yeah. Pretty impressive. I mean, it was a lot of great things to look back on that game. Like, a lot of great plays. Um, a lot of scores. It was, what, the highest scoring Super Bowl game, wasn't it? It was pr- It was up there. I don't know. It was up know. there. Like, it was definitely points. a very exciting game. Yeah. Like, there was not a dull moment, in my no, opinion. I don't think any any run was, um, was dull. Stayed aggressive the entire game. Um, Eagles made minimal mistakes, which was, I mean, I think they just reminded us how good they've consistently been all year. You know? Yeah, that's a I good mean, point. I think they really been were, were good from beginning to end. Yeah, and they had, the, I would say, a more complete team than the Patriots. Um, Patriots, I feel like, just been getting wins, getting by just because they're just extremely well coached. Yeah, I think y'all are going way deep into this. <laughs> it was a zero defense game yeah. with only really one, uh, two turnovers. Um, 
one in a huge one on, moment. One though. on each, one on each, one for each side. Uh, both teams are just basically up and down the field at will. Yeah. Do either one of you think that would be even close to the final score? I thought I, it was gonna be a lot lower. I think I predicted lower. like thirty to thirty to twenty four or something yeah. like that. You know, yeah, it's like, just it's just a very high octane uh, offensive game, mm-hmm. just back and forth. Uh, yeah, I think it's just you know it's one of those games where you know the whoever scores last wins. You know, so yeah. I think we see that in basketball quite a bit, but yeah. not really a lot in football. True. You know, where if you can just stay close and get the last possession and you can capitalize on the last possession, then that's who's going to win, you know. And that That's kind of the way that it went, in my opinion, I think is, you know, obviously I wish it would have went the other way, but the Eagles are very deserving. They're uh, Eagles first strong squad. Championship first in championship in franchise history, history, and the fans went crazy, that's for Bananas. sure. People eating horse crap and everything. Oh, were Jeez. they? Yeah. There's all kinds I saw of videos a cop out there on Instagram. He was uh, getting high with the. Yeah, with I said I saw that too. With the crowd, I thought that was cool. Grease poles or not, people climbing up them, putting um, hydraulic fluid on the poles. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So there's there's been, there was a lot of talk after the game. Um, people were kind of speculating before, during about this maybe being Belichick's last year, Brady's last year, Gronk's last uh, year. And now, now the Gronk news comes out. You know, he seemed kind of. I didn't see the interview, but it sounded like he's very much speculating retirement, at least thinking about it. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing to me, which I mean, I, I like just I like people watching, and uh, during that interview, his body language said a lot more than he said. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the I'm uh, like that too. I, reporter a- reporter caught him off guard. He the reporter was kind of to his right side. And uh, it asked him, you know, hey, um, we've heard that, you know, with your injury last week and all the injuries that you had, we've heard that you, uh, you know, have been kind of contemplating, you know, what your future holds as far as retirement and stuff like that. And he turns and says, who'd you hear that from? And turned his head real quick and just kind of snapped. Like, it was, it was more of a, like, I'm surprised that you know that and not a how dare you even bring that, that up now. right now, right. you know, and he, he kind of, he composed himself and he got back to, well, you know, I'm going to have a lot of things to think about, you know, my fu- future is always a thing, blah, blah, blah. But his immediate reaction was a surprise of like, who let the cat out of the bag? Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a, where'd you hear that from? Like, you know, kind of an angry kind of, you know, you know, why would you say something like that? It was a, more who told? Like, right. It, yeah. It was more of a, you know, who told situation, not a, how dare you? Yeah. You know. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I definitely think with the injury history, kind of the stuff he's gone through physically, I could see where it would be tough for him, you know, um, having to recover from a lot of injuries that can put a tax on your body and your mind, you know, having to do so much recovery over the years. Yeah, I mean, if it was 15 years ago, I'd say, you know, can he still perform at a high level? Yes. Okay, he'll be back and he'll play. I still think he'll be back. Um, I don't think he'll retire. But this day and age, you never know with all the like CTE stuff mm-hmm. and guys being <clears throat> more aware of their, um, you know, their Long body and their, yeah. you know, their nu- their nutrition and stuff and being, um, you know, more conscious of their future and things like that. Sure. You know, this is a guy who hasn't spent a dime of his salary his in the league allegedly he, any which is money, still shocking to me because it, this guy is, he's a, is a goon he's a clown and he's a goon yeah he's but he's very financially responsible i think, I think he, that comes from his I family think overall he's a very intelligent guy i mean yeah you know um and which kind of leads me to think that you know if he were to sit down and talk with his family and kind of really think about this I, it wouldn't be far-fetched for me to see him saying you know what i've got enough money I've got a couple Super Bowl rings, you know. Yes, I could play, I could play more, but I mean, I'd rather have my health and my future, and uh, be able to actually remember these the memories yeah. that I've got. Well, and and, and he's a guy <clears throat> that that has endorsements. I mean, I think he potentially could do television, some type of comedy. He's, he'll be the new Rock. He'll take over for the rock. I don't know about all that. He's not quite as articulate, but I do. I do think he's funny and he's personable. I mean, like 
everything I've seen him on interview-wise and TV shows he's been on, uh, I've enjoyed. And, you know, I, I think he has a career outside of football, definitely. So I could see him walking away. If I'm in that situation, that'd be that'd be tough, you know, with well, all the be stuff he's gone absolutely through. Absolutely hard decision. But like I say, the mentality of players nowadays is not what it used to be. Right. You There's know, you, you think knowledge. back in the day, if if I can physically put my shoulder pads on and go hit somebody, that's what I'm going to do. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. which I think you know he's got. You know, as long as he can stay stay healthy, I mean, I think he's got. You know, a few more, at least a few more years of being able to perform at a high level, but it's just a matter of, you know, hey, do I stop while I'm ahead? Mm-hmm. Is the game worth it? So now to the question that everybody's been wondering about: Is Tom washed up? I haven't heard a single person speculate on that, but uh, it's definitely a no for me. And I mean, <laughs> he was definitely off during this game. Right. Uh, from the beginning, he you know he's he uh, he had some throws he kinda, behind. He kind of underthrew Gronk on a pass. He under, you know he he underthrew a few passes. He overthrew a few passes, and he really wasn't um, lights out Tommy that we've come to know. Mm-hmm. Um, he was you know he was just a little bit off, but you know like on credit, any, that, that's the, it. that's that's the, the NFL the, though. The strip sack is not on him. I mean the guys no. have to block for him in that situation. Of course, you know, he'd probably need to be aware of where they're at. But uh, I heard that was only sack of the game. Yeah, well, but props to the Eagles, though. You know, the 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 kind of the game plan, the the known weakness of the Patriots, you know, for the last few years is if you, can, if you can get pressure through that front line and, and hit Tom, if you can hit him, then you can beat the Patriots. And I mean, they were they were getting pressure from the get go. Yeah. They definitely had a they definitely had a stronger defensive line than Patriots offensive line, and it, it I mean that was the real I think game changer as far as being able to slow them down a little bit. Mm-hmm. The entire team is built around him too, so that's I mean great philosophy if you get the quarterback, just like most other teams, you can take down any team. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I'm being facetious. I really don't think he's washed up. I think that, to be honest, I think his thumb affected him more than people think it did. It definitely may have. I mean, I mean he wasn't. If I got ripped off a couple weeks ago, I mean, you can't just go out there. Your whole game is throwing the football, and it's got to be in the back of your mind, even you know, even if it's hurting a little bit, but. You know, I think he, he's 40 years old. He looked as sharp as he could. You know, I think he'll be just fine. I I personally don't think he's going to play till he's 45. I'd give him a couple more years maybe. I'd say, but I'd you don't say, really see any signs of him slowing down as far as, like, his, his ability to make the passes, you know what I'm saying? Because they're not a team that throws the ball down the field a ton. It's not as if he needs to have immense arm strength. He's never had amazing arm strength in my opinion but you know he's he's his mind is his real tool that he uses so he's never been known for his down the field passing ability but yeah and then is he it's kind of like the spurs he's in the perfect situation um for that type of older player to flourish so yeah yeah so uh that was one, definitely one of the most exciting Super Bowls you know we've seen, and that leads us into our next topic. So we'd like to talk about what are the most entertaining sports. So if you had to, if you had to list them down, like what would you say is your most entertaining sport, and then kind of go from there. And and I think what we're alluding to is just kind of how the NFL has probably lost some appeal. In our opinions, you know, I definitely think for myself, I would I would rank it lower on the list than it was in the past for me in recent years. What do you think? What do you think, Raz? Uh, yeah, man. Um, I'm out of all three of us. I'm probably the newest of being a fan to the NFL, um, and that's solely due to fantasy. So I would say, you know, fantasy sports helped me 
continue to watch football. Um, I like the sport. I like to watch it occasionally, but I don't think I would be this much interested if it wasn't for fantasy. So, um, and that could be just due to just the the players or the teams just don't seem that much interesting outside of their sport. So you don't think it has the star level appeal compared as, to compared yeah. to say the NBA, which we talk yeah. about a lot. Uh, I just don't think it influences just pop culture um, outside of their realm as much okay. as other sports. That's that's. What would you so would you say the NBA is your most I would entertaining say, sport? Yeah, um, for me, um, it's just you can come at it with just different different aspects you know um uh, shoe apparel uh endorsements you actually get to see the players faces um get more involved uh, i don't know it's just I overall think that's a big part of it yeah, seeing the guys it's a more accessible sport um so i think and <clears throat> the the nba in general has grown grown over the years to just attract just appeal you know you have um athletes or actually non-athletes um being more uh collaborative with like celebrities and artists um with different ventures like you know like in atlanta the hawks like they'll have normally regularly like uh a musical artist perform halftime or have some type of introduction or something like that at the Braves game. You know, you have Ludacris, um, T.I. kind of introduce the new stadium and things like that. People, I think that the more you incorporate what's the popular culture around your sport, the more your sport grows. Um, I think the NFL has yet to really try to do that other than you know the super bowl so that's just my you're saying thing. because like the halftime show is super bowl you always have like a big artist but you're saying basically the nba has done that with like regular games and things regular games yeah and just kind of the all-star game i know they they have types. tons of celebrities right always at the slam dunk and maybe contest. that's just because the different the nba just allows different avenues for those types of things um I think the NFL, there are more sponsorships, ads, you know, between, you know, breaks or halftime or, uh, you know, timeouts and things like that. And I don't know. I think it's just because maybe the sport or just maybe just overall how it's just managed. Because, so, I mean, I think any sport can have popular appeal because it's popular itself. I think a lot of it comes to. Like you said, whenever you have, like, you know, a young kid and they're like, oh, man, well, I'm a LeBron James fan. Well, like, you know, I can, you know, you, you like you say, you can see them, you can see their emotions. But I think a big thing comes from, like, what's really been hot nowadays is the, it, with, like, fashion and things like that. Like, I can wear the same shoes that LeBron James wear. Like, I'm not going to go around and wear the same shoulder pads or the same helmet that Tom Brady wears. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not going, right. oh, hey, I'm going to go grab some Tom Brady cleats. Like, you know, it's kind of like, I think I think shoes and, like, I think that has a, a big deal. Hats. Like, the endorsements, uh, the endorsement side of it, I think, you, I think you're right. I think that has a big deal with it, um, especially in, like, the more, like, urban culture where... It's funny because, like, all those things, to me, I think that connection between basketball and sneakers is one of the biggest things, like, in urban culture, Yeah. like, right now. And, and that really kind of pumps that up with the younger audience, which is the future of, of, you know, I think, I don't think, you know, the NFL, while not this past season, this past season was really a good season, but the mm-hmm. season before that, you know, viewership was down and stuff like that. If the product on the field isn't entertaining, they really have nothing to fall back on. Right. Yeah. You know, whereas, um, you know, that's why, like, to me, college football is my most entertaining thing. Whereas you have, um, you know, it's kids, you know, it's college kids. You kind of, um, 
you know, kind of watch them grow up. Uh, you see them, you know, at a young age and, and see their raw talent. Um, but also our attention span is so short that, okay, yeah, I'm getting really hype about this guy. And I'm, I may, you know, he's going to be a real like big name for my college for like two years. And then I'm going to move on to the next guy. You know, yeah. these colleges, if you're a big college football fan, it's almost like if you're an Alabama fan, you know, yeah, okay, like next year Jalen Hurts may not even, you know, if he's not starting quarterback, he may decide to transfer. I'm just going to move on to the next guy. I'm still super hype about my team. And every – I can buy – I'm, I'm going to put everything Alabama on everything. I'm going to put stickers on my car. I'm going to wear all the gear. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I think – so that's a big thing is so being you, able to connect with your team. Would you say, like, in general college sports are something that's more, like, infused into your being, you know, or, like, it's in your blood, you know, more than – a pro sport because it's more about the individuals within the sport than the team itself in college. No, I think with college, I think people are way more connected to the team. It's like I'm Alabama, ride or die, no matter what. Well, that's what I you mean. You know, or it's I'm Tennessee. Regional. I'm right. Tennessee, no matter what. Like yeah. I don't care who plays there. I'm rooting for Tennessee. Um, I think that other college sports aren't that way. Mm. I think college. I think college basketball is kind of a is not really that way. There's some people that get. There's some people. There Disagree. are. There are a percentage of people that are hyped for college basketball, but the overwhelming majority get hyped for college basketball during March Madness. Okay. And so I think it's he, the same so way. Here's with, the thing. Here's the thing. I want to stop you right there for a second because because we we all kind of have a list of our most entertaining sports, and what you're about to lead into is is what I think is the most entertaining sport. And I agree with you that the regular season is not as watched, probably not as it, people don't get excited about it. However, I think that March Madness in the NCAA tournament is the absolute best and most exciting event in all of sports, in my opinion, because you have such parity. You have 64 teams, so there's a much broader um you know, there's more teams that have an opportunity to, to win the championship. Now, does a 16 seed ever win the championship? No, not to this point they haven't. But you do have those Cinderella stories that you can kind of get behind, get excited about the Florida Gulf Coast, the Butlers, the teams like that, that you're never going to see in any pro sport. And you're also probably not going to see in college football anytime soon unless they expand the playoff. Um, and to me, that that's what makes it exciting to me because you never know what's going to happen. The first two rounds, especially, are so unpredictable, and I I get behind that definitely hundred percent. What I think is the the coolest thing is that none of us are wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you feel that way because you're a huge college basketball fan. Rashid does not really care for college basketball. It's all NBA, day in and day out. Over the years, I've learned to appreciate more college sports because, you know, it's more narrative for me as a pro sport fan. You want to see the guys. You want to get to know them before they get to that level. Exactly. I want to see the growth. And, like, for me, I really, like, I could walk, I could sit and like, I really, baseball is probably my favorite sport. But my the most entertaining sport to me that I could like on a daily basis, if it was every day, I would like never get burnt out watch sitting and watching mm-hmm. would be college football. Yeah. Because it's it's there's a hundred and twenty division one schools or whatever and it's like there's the the level of talent is so high and the passion that the players have because they're not a pro getting paid and they're like, okay, well, I, I go, I'm going to play up to this level that I know I need to play at. Mm-hmm. These kids, and it, and it is with college basketball as well, they're trying to make a name for themselves. They, they haven't made it yet. So I've got to not play at a level that I know is good enough. I've got to play at the highest level that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Or else I'm not going to get to where I want to go, which yeah. is the pros. So that's why, to me, college football is – but that's that's the beauty of it, that to to each of us is something completely different. Right. That the other, I mean, it doesn't have to agree with. 
Yeah. So, so let's I talk about a, let's talk about the that's uh, a barbershop conversation right there. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some of the the other sports that aren't as probably recognized as the top sports, but still super entertaining in in the U.S. I'll say internationally, soccer dominates every discussion as far as you know most popular sport. I won't say the most entertaining, but Internationally, soccer is probably the most popular sport worldwide. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah, that or cricket. <laughs> Maybe cricket. Um, um, well, and you got such superstars in in soccer as well, and I think that's kind of what drives it. I think uh, you know you alluded to. We had an argument the other day. We talked about who are the if well most well known athletes. The, in the world. most famous. Now that's kind of a broad brush. Who, but that's what me, me and Raz were going back and forth pretty hard about this. Who are the most famous athletes in the world? And Raz is like, it's basketball players. You have the money, the endorsements, they're just the fame, the, the, I mean, the popularity, everything. Like, they are the most famous. I have to absolutely disagree because anywhere else in the world, mm-hmm. you know, you go to Guatemala. And say, you know, hey, do you know LeBron James? You might be a 50-50 shot of them knowing who that is, that kid. But if you say, if you say, hey, you know Messi? Guaranteed. 94% is absolute yes. Messi's a big dog. A huge dog. He's a huge dog. Him, (laughs) Ronaldo. Ronaldo. The other one that I was, when I actually, we had this conversation, so then I went with just blind. So then I went and did some research (laughs) afterwards. Dude, as far as like popularity, as far as like social media presence, like people talking about them, people uh, you know wanting to buy their jerseys, their gear, like <laughs> there was an ESPN. Uh, yeah, it's, there's a source it, that it yeah. actually says uh, ESPN World Fame 100. Yeah. And they devised a formula that combines endorsements with social media following and internet search popularity to create the Fame 100 rankings. In the top ten, there were I think two basketball players in the top ten. There were um, who's that? Who's number Le- two? Because LeBron, we all know LeBron. I think Kevin Durant. I would say Kevin Durant if yeah. I had, or maybe Steph Curry because I know he um, has a lot of popularity among the kids, especially. Um, I think uh, Steph Curry was right out of the top ten. Um, let's see. Shocking though. That Messi was not the top soccer player because I would have I would have said him, uh, but it's actually Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah, which he was also immensely popular. Now LeBron James was number two. He is number two, and as far as this ranking goes, right? Um, you have Messi, number three soccer player, number four, and this is what kind of got me. Number four uh, and number nine were Roger Federer and. Uh, Rafa Nadal, tennis around the world is super huge. That's and true. I, and I, that didn't even come to my mind whenever we were having this conversation that you know, tennis is super big around the world. Yeah, yeah you have these um, majors in other countries like Australia, right. England. You have, of course, the U.S. Open. Um, but, yeah, that's that's crazy. I would have never thought Roger Federer would be number four. Yeah. Um, but worldwide, yeah, I mean, we, we tend to think of things in America's terms because we're from here. But yeah, worldwide, a lot of popularity among sports you wouldn't suspect. There are two basketball players, Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Okay. Three soccer players. Three so so I, I, think the, I think the I think the pendulum swings my way on that. Yeah. Because you got Ronaldo, Messi, and Neymar. Uh, also, you got two golfers, Tiger Woods. And this was done last. Like, apparently, they do it every it's dropped year. A little bit. This was last year's. It was in 2017. He didn't even play. Tiger Woods did not even play. In any major tournaments in 2017, he was still ranked number 10 most famous uh, athlete in the world. Usain Bolt was up there. Um, so to get Phil so to get back to what we were talking about, though, I mean, international soccer, to me, very exciting. Very. Now, I don't watch every league and every game because there's a ton of different leagues. you got the Bundesliga, Premier League, MLS soccer, some of the popular ones, Italy. Um, but... International soccer, I I can't take my eyes off the screen whenever I'm watching the U.S. Yeah. play. It's just something about the pride you have for your country. Mm-hmm. Um, 
definitely, definitely a very underrated, exciting sport for the, for U.S. And then, to me, another sport that we don't talk about a lot, and, and I think it's a lot of it's based on, hey, do you know the rules of this? NHL. I mean, I love the NHL. I, I enjoy it immensely. Now, that part of that might be because our local team, the Predators, is very good, so it's easy to kind of jump on that bandwagon. And I've been watching them for four or five years now, but... Um, you know, just just a fun sport, especially if you go to to watch it live. There's almost nothing like it. The speed at which they're getting across, you know, it's it's a little bit faster than football, even to me. And the guys are so tough, so skilled. It's just a combination of like speed and athleticism that you don't really think about. Yeah. But these guys are athletes. You know, they're yeah, straight up. Yeah, I mean, I I love watching hockey in person. I think that's the reason why. I actually put it above the NFL and baseball as far as entertainment goes. Because I mean, if you go to a hockey game, you're going to be entertained. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. So. Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that about wraps up our discussion on entertainment value. Yeah. As far as, uh, and, and then we just, we just hit on it, you know, going to live events wise. I definitely think hockey is up there for me. And along with basketball, and um, I definitely think baseball is more entertaining to go to a game than watch on TV. Yeah, just because you kind of—it's actually re- just really relaxing to me. That's uh, what I was gonna say. I was like, honestly, I can go to a baseball game and relax and not be as on edge. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe the type of game if it's like a playoff. It's like game if you just want to, like you know, take you know, go on a Sunday afternoon and. Yeah. Grab a hot dog and a beer or whatever you Ice like. Ice cold beer. And then a, a bag of peanuts or something, you know, hang out. Oops. Watch a little baseball. Jump on the zip line. You know. <laughs> yep, they do have zip line at the <laughs> Central Park. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's we kind of, we had a little uh, discussion via text the other day, so I figured we'd kind of continue that here. Uh, it didn't seem to get as heated as it did the other day. It was a little bit. Keep it light. I think uh, uh, um, in both directions, some feelings kind of got stepped on. Uh, nah, nah, nah. But it was is fun. It's we all know it's in uh, good fun. But uh, so, what else you guys want to talk about? I know you guys probably got some NBA. Well, stuff. you know what time of year it is. You know it's it's you March. Know, we're we're I mean, excited. It's, me, it's, it's probably my favorite time of the year. Well, it's between. It's funny because there's not. A, it doesn't even there's have to no do with actual team. basketball. Yeah. It has to do with the trade deadline, <laughs> which we're approaching in two days. The news. And then also the NBA draft, two of my favorite times of year in basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, not a lot going on. It's been pretty quiet as far as the trade deadline goes, especially with the last couple of years being as wild as they have. Yes. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on. I won't get into the boring details, but there's a, not a lot of money out there right now because of the, the cap kind of flattening out. Yeah. So, now, so let me ask you a question. So, I know I'm not extremely familiar with the NBA trade uh, scenarios, um, but like in baseball, a lot of times there'll be two or three big names, and then there's like ten or fifteen, you know, not as big na- marquee names. Sure. And those two or three big names, everybody's kind of waiting to see what they do. You know, there's you know each person has five or six teams that are kind of vying for them, and so. It's kind of like they're kind of back and forth, but once once one or two of those guys kind of pops the the needle pops the balloon, mm-hmm. and one of those guys go or two of those guys go, then it kind of just opens the Balls faucet. Yeah. We're like, yeah. okay, well, we're not going to get that guy, so let's go ahead and jump on these two guys. And like, right? You know, is that kind of way it is in basketball as well? It, it can yeah. be if those names are being floated out. Now, to me, this year, you don't hear, you've not heard like the Paul Georges, you've not heard the Jimmy, but you got like DeAndre Jordan. His name's been floated around a lot. To me, he's not like a premier guy that teams are really dying to go after. Um, the big name already got moved. I mean, Blake Griffin got traded to the to the Pistons last week. That was shocking to a lot of people because there was no rumors about it hardly at yeah. all. Is, does yeah. this kill his he relevancy, or does his... Detroit is Detroit an actual viable team? I don't no. think it kills his relevancy I... at all. I think he is relevant because of the way he plays. And I think he's going to be successful there. They have a better team right now than the Clippers do. So, yeah, I mean, I think he, along with going to Detroit, 
you know, we all had made jo- jokes about, oh, this is this California guy coming to, mm-hmm. you know, the Muscle City and everything, and um, he was really ironing out his his, I think you're his place for the Motor right now. City, Motor City, Muscle City, well, muscle, muscle Car City, Muscle, muscle car, car City. city. <laughs> so like, um, and then you know, he's dating a, a Kardashian, a, a Jenner, so. I think that kind of comes with his celebrity. He's definitely an L.A. guy in, if there's ever been sure. one. So I, yeah. I'm sure he's missing home a little bit. Yeah, right I mean, now. there was videos online of him like uh, in his off time surfing and paddle boarding and things like Let's that. Let's be honest. Sure he's, he's, not, he's not spending his summers in Detroit. Definitely. This is my workplace. <laughs> so I work here. I don't live here. <laughs> as far as big names, you know, there's like I said, there's not been a whole lot. Um DeAndre is one of them that's been floated around. I think Kevin Love's name's been kind of circling a little bit, even though he's hurt right now, so it's kind of hard for the Kevin Love, poor Kevin Cavs Love. to move him. I mean, year. I just feel bad for the guy. He's every been scapegoat. For the I remember Powell Gasol was in trade talks back in the Lakers. Hi. Speaking Hi, of guys. Gasol's, I'm really surprised Mark Gasol's name hasn't been in the trade talks. I mean, I know the Grizzlies have had kind of a firm stance on keeping him, but they are really bad right now. Yeah. And it would behoove them to trade him if they could get a couple of picks. And lo and behold, Cleveland has a top 10 pick right now, the Nets pick. I mean, why not say, all right, we'll give you, uh, we'll give you the Nets pick. We'll give you our first round pick. And you know what? We'll throw in Isaiah or we'll throw somebody else in that has some form of skill. Tristan Thompson. At this point, I think Marcus Gasol might retire if they say no. they're going to trade him to the Cavs. <laughs> no, that is a dumpster fire if we've ever seen one oh, right now. Gosh. But Man. they they need to make a move desperately. I mean, um, do you have any predictions for the of- next two months? Because and we know once LeBron leaves, that team's going to be dismantled as quickly as possible. Anyways, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, you're an NBA franchise and your goal is to win a championship. Pretty much, no matter what the cost. Short-term. I mean, you look at you look at the, what the Florida Marlins have done several times. They have thrown all of their cards on the table. The next year, they were wiped out. I mean, I think that's if I'm the Cavs, even if you're losing LeBron, you're losing LeBron. So why not go all in now, try to win this year? Last last ditch effort. Now, yeah. personally, I, that's not really the strategy I would use because I'm a little bit more. Hey, let's keep this pick. And let's build something for the future, but um, you know they definitely are trying to move. You can tell they're trying to move some of their bad contracts and try to get a decent player in return. But let's go ahead and keep this number one pick and yeah, get uh, and Trey Edwards with it. And that's what's causing all this attention. Of, of course, LeBron's on the roster, so your team is always going to have the most attention. But the fact that they have go this pick, shake. yeah, yeah, it's a thirty point. 30-point guy, Kentucky. Jeez. Shout out to the Hamilton Heights Hawks once again. Goodness gracious. What a weekend. Yeah, you guys, had a, down. Week, you guys had a tournament this weekend, huh? Yeah, we. I mean, we lost on Friday to Innsworth. You know, they're a team that kind of has a slower pace. They're one of those four corners kind of, we're going to hold the ball for a minute and a half and then try to drive in and get a layup. And I'll tell you what, man, we were just we, – we did not – play well against that style we weren't ready i looked them up though they're like number nine in the state so they're they're they are a good squad they're not a bad team at all it's just you know we we have a high expectation yeah our school and you know we we lost by like 18 so it was a rough night so we took it out on uh little macaulay local team local team so we got it back the next (laughs) night definitely got it back what a what a win i mean in revenge from last year from losing we had a great team but today i bounced back (laughs) exactly (laughs) uh ben what what uh what shoes were you rocking on courtside the bronze 15s okay Mm. both nights you know uh (laughs) had to come out with the uh cobes yeah yeah got a custom pair of the kobe 80s Mm. okay with the navy and gold trim yeah, what's your uh you guys are really into the shoe game. Super the culture. Now, Super. but you kind of are uh I will buy 
one. Actually, I bought two pairs of shoes in the last month. Wow. Who are you? Wow. Who this are you? Anyway, who do you think you are, man? But I'll buy like one pair of shoes and just wear until like the. I actually just my other pair of shoes. I still wore them the other day. They got holes in the toes. Like you would this think, guy will wear out a pair. You of think shoes. I am like the brokest person in the room? When <laughs> um, most of the time that's the case. Um, but I bought two pairs of shoes lately, and and I feel like a superstar with some new shoes. Feels good. But you guys, shoes, you guys man. are always rocking some new kicks. Oh, Raz, you are a three stripe. Yeah, um, man. Uh, go getter. I love sneakers in general. Um, I've always been a sneaker guy, and it's crazy meeting Ben. He and I just nerd out over shoes. Like, oh man, you hear about these shoes? Oh man, you hear about these shoes? These shoes are comfortable. Oh no, yeah. this new tech is comfortable too. Da, 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 da. We're always on release uh, websites trying to figure out what's what's happening. So, shoe culture is definitely uh, a part of the life for sure. And Ben is uh, definitely a Jordan head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Jordans, Nikes. I'm all Nike, about the Nike, Nike, the brand. Nike. So uh, I'm gonna give you guys. Let's see. I'll I'll give we'll Adidas a, a little bit of here. love. I'll give Adidas a little bit of love and say they they've definitely come up in the last few years. I have. It's true. It's I will bad. admittedly say I have a couple pairs of Adidas, but I can't wear them around which, the basketball team. Which he team. enjoys. Which he enjoys. They're the nice. Shoes. They're nice shoes. All right. So I'm gonna give you guys <laughs> thirty seconds apiece to argue what you think in the next two years. Of what? Because I know this is contested. Ooh, this is short term. What are we arguing? And, <clears throat> are, you're arguing which it that if and which brand is going to uh, take the lead. Because I know that Nike has really stepped up their game as far as some exclusive shoes. Some like, so let's talk really about that high, first. Like really like low quantity limited release shoes, which. You know, Adidas. Adidas started it off with the Yeezys and stuff like that. So Adidas jumped out on, jumped out there real quick, and they they say, Don't you know, well, hey, this you. is what we'll do. And now Nike, they're coming out with their, you know, their new sneaker app, and they're gonna put out these limited edition releases. All right, the sneaker app's been on? around for a year. We'll just say first of all, the Yeezys came out three years ago. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Before you get into giving all the credit to Adidas for being exclusive, okay, Jordan has been that way for a long time. In the last couple of years, they have started to make more shoes so that everyone can get them. Also, probably related to some violence that's happened over, <laughs> you know, sh- shoes coming out that not everybody could get, which I totally agree with hey if if people are gonna cause a scene if things are gonna people are gonna get stabbed are you taking your time right now no this is not part of my thing oh okay i'm just saying i just want to set the record straight by saying adidas did not do this first they They just just, did it they have done it better recently okay 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 Okay. and i'll I'll respond to that when it's my turn okay so who wants to go first so hold on but real quick i want to say that the exclusivity is part of the thing I want to talk about. Well, and the reason we get into that, the, we're watching the Super Bowl, okay? And what happens? You get Everybody gets an alert on their phone. You see the tweets coming this. out. No, you see the tweets coming out. What's JT rocking? He's JT got on the custom heat. He's got the new Jordan 3 cements with the, with the uh, reflective swoosh. His own shoe, right? So he comes out. They tweet it out first. Then he comes out. He's rocking them, okay? And then all of a sudden, as soon as halftime's over, you get a notification. Oh, the new JT's just hit. Get on the sneakers app and get them. Wait a second. They're already sold out within minutes. Probably less than a minute. And we get on there. It's like 8.58. They dropped at 8.45. No, no, no. I was on the app at 8.46. Refreshing. We were all together when that happened. Because it's on there, and it's the LeBrons. The LeBrons are the first picture. LeBron, refresh, 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 refresh. Bomb. Just dropped. Just dropped. And JT the graphic, sold out. out. The graphic behind the shoe says, just dropped. And then you yes. scroll down to the bottom <laughs> of the shoe. In the, the bottom says, left corner, where you click on the price line to says, add to cart, sold out. Sold they out. sold out immediately. So this is why That's how you know it sold out quick. 
This is why I bring this up. Is this a facade for exclusivity that Jordan is trying to bring back? This is why I think this. Were there actually any shoes that sold, or were they just sold out as soon as they dropped? Were they quote-unquote sold out? Exactly. To make you want the other three versions of this shoe that are going to come out in the next month. Boom. Boom. Okay, all right, here's your time, Ben. You get 30 seconds to argue why Nikes are more exclusive than a hotter brand for the next two years. Okay. So, 30 seconds. Go. Set, go. So right now, they have some of the best designers in the game. Okay, Adidas has been coming up the last couple of years. I'll give them credit. However, some of the most innovative shoes have come out from Nike in just the last couple of years, including the LeBron 15s, one of the hottest basketball shoes out there right now. I own a pair. They're the most comfortable basketball shoes I've ever put on. And I think they're only going to continue to start releasing these shoes and they're going to have these exclusives that everybody really wants to get. And what the, the key is, once they're sold out, they're like, they'll wait and they'll say, boom, oh wait, here's another one here's that's kind of like it. Yeah. And then, boom, you got another sellout. Stop. All right. Hmm. So they got, so basically your argument is <laughs> they got... Tech and innovation on their side. Right. Okay. And they got a comfortable basketball shoe. Raz, you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. First of all, I want to start with JT. Very stylish guy. Very handsome guy. I think the marketing behind the shoe was perfect being Super Bowl halftime performance. But what he did, sneakerheads, a disgraceful justice, is putting the crease in the toe in the picture they put out when he was backstage. Sneakerheads know you do not crease the toe when you just take the shoe out the box. What is that? So that's wrong for Nike for even releasing that photo. I'll, now I'll start. Um, Adidas. First of all, Nike has dropped the ball many times or not even just try. After Jordan, they didn't allow non-athletic celebrities to um, be endorsed by their shoe. Uh, 2015, Kanye West started his Yeezy line with them. Was er, the f- time out. <laughs> Wait. Oh, time's oh, out. Time. 30 seconds. Talking time about JT increasing the shoe. Time's out. I had to have my... You got in your feelings. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Hold on, on a second. Hold on a second. But now that your time's up, let me go ahead and... and uh, have a rebuttal to your your <laughs> crease situation when everybody knows how many pairs do you get two pairs you gotta have one to wear <laughs> and one to keep in the closet fresh so you're good jt okay so what's your, so raz i'm gonna give you 10 more seconds what's your argument so your argument is they brought the non-athlete celebrity Factor to the game to the game because you know you have these you have these celebrities uh, kevin hart um, players that ha- Nike guy. Nike. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like now they're starting to have celebrities. So Yeezy started shoe. it off. Yes. Oh because my of gosh. the popularity, because they know Let's that's not a whole. On that Listen, I'm saying that's that's genius because they're knowing now that you don't money. have to have a seasonal athlete in the shoe for a quarter of the year. You can have you can bring the popularity to the shoe by by collaborating you know, different uh, well-known designers outside of the shoe world with your shoe. You know, you have Ricardo Tisci, the designer for uh, Givenchy, um, partnering with Adidas after Kanye partners with Adidas um, because of Kanye's relationship with Ricardo Tisci during the Watch the Throne concert, uh, Watch the Throne album. And then you have, you know, the relationship with Nike and, uh, and Kanye dries down. Now Kanye goes to the competitor and not only goes to the competitor, but is doing better than what he was doing with Nike. I think my watch broke because I said 10 2015. seconds. <laughs> 2015. Hold on, I'm about to blow up this argument. Starting in 2015, um, Adidas has been the most liked brand, shoe brand, um, on social media. You know, that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's Tumblr. Um, and we're not talking basketball shoe. We're talking sneaker. Sneaker. 
Sure. I don't I understand that. Um, however, okay. however, have has Nike not seen in the past that this formula did not work? So could you not see the hesitation there when you had guys like Kanye's old buddy, Sean Carter, who rep with who? Reebok. Reebok. Mm-hmm. That didn't seem to work out for them. So if you're Nike, why would you think maybe Kanye's not going to work out for us? Whatever well, he is, the, he is a controversial a individual. I, I don't know if I'm going to go, I don't know if I'd bring Reebok into the argument. It was the only <laughs> successful shoe they've ever put out as the AIs. Right. So I don't know if we really want to bring went, Reebok into you it. Went from, you, went, you went the celebrity or non-athlete route. But this is a different yeah. time. Back then, it was what two thousand. Also, you got to think about Adidas has done this before with Run DMC, and it worked. It worked, it but worked. did they beat out Nike? They grow. They they grew the brand. They, sure, they grew the brand. They they brought a different element to um, major companies to for like a uh, marketing tr- um, strategy. That's how you keep your brand relevant. You partner up with. Um, different well-known companies, entities to bring right. a better collection. So here's what I'll tell you: I agree with you that that helped not, Adidas brand grow. Right. But, but not, now that all these athletes, mm-hmm. non-athletes, excuse me, all these celebrities, all these rappers, music artists, whoever, are now doing collaborations with not just Adidas, not just Nike. Mm-hmm. They're doing it with Puma. They're doing it with Saucony. Yeah. They're doing it. With uh, Louis Swiss, everything. Exactly. Now that you have that across the board, then the next stage is how do we go up from here? And right. from, in my opinion, that's by the technology, comfort, and these type of things that Nike is innovating on that Adidas is not necessarily at right this moment. Now they have been with the boosts and those type of things or their comfortable shoes. But I think now Nike's kind of trying to go in this other realm with the Reacts and some of the other stuff that they're coming out with. I mean, Nike, I'm not trying to, you know, poo-poo on Nike. Nike is a, no. Nike got it done. Yay got it done. Nike is a, me, just for me, I feel like Nike has established himself to, you know, take whatever loss and still be the number one shoe in the country for athletic sports. Um, but I'm saying, um, you know, every, every company has their own right to have, you know, the best in, uh, you know, engineered designers for the different shoe. But I'm saying if you're trying to make an impact it with your company and trying to make it grow and bring new creativity to it. Um, I think Adidas is more willing to take that risk with, starting that trend with collaborating with different um, different designers, different, you know, different type of tech. Now um, that we've had this argument so, about different brands, right. I'm going to let you know who the winner is. Okay. Okay. The winner is us. <laughs> the winner is us because you get all this competition. Right. And then the, the sneakers just get better and right. better, right? You got to have. And I think, you know, this year – and, and, and I'm not just saying this because it's Nike, but last year you had the Virgil Agbos mm-hmm. with the off-white collection that Nike came out with. Those off-white Definitely Jordan the, ones were the hottest shoe of, of the, the year. year. <laughs> you know, and I think this year so far, probably going to be the Cement 3s, but uh, there's still a lot of time left. Yeah, I mean, what uh, Virgil did with that shoe is just, it was innovative. It's actually a piece of art, too, I think. A lot of shoe heads on the other side of the spectrum just, I mean, shoes is art. It's collecting art pieces, mm-hmm. and they grow in value over the time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and if one wins, we all win. You know what I'm saying? So all of us um, compete with each other to. Yeah, because we, we get the Adi Boost, <laughs> and then we get the Fly Net. Right. <laughs> fly Knit. Yeah. Fly knit. Flynet and they'll copy each other. This yeah. thing is because yeah, yeah, yeah. you got like one guy works the Flynet and then Adidas has the Prime Knit. Right. You know, and right. I don't know which one came out first, but they're the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so normally when we wrap up the show, we do it with like entertainment or something like that. Um, so 
not really much going on. We talked about the Oscars, but uh, some, we got about five minutes left. Uh, we've kind of we have been all three of us. So I, I know we can kind of talk about this a little bit. Uh, all three of us have been on uh, Call of Duty lately. Tough. So oh, geez. Let, let's I didn't talk, know you were going to go in that talk. direction. I want to talk for a couple minutes about the Call of Duty. Let's put the tech and, then, and technical like, foul. If there's any, uh, you know, any video game that you guys are hype about coming out um, in the near future. But the reason I bring it up is because we've been playing it for a little while. We we, we all started playing right around January mm-hmm. first, I guess, right after Christmas. Right, New we Year's all, is when I got. Yeah, it, I think. New Year's. We all started playing it. I really like it. Uh, I used to like Call of Duty a lot. Um, it was kind of back and forth to me between Call of Duty and Battlefield for a little while. Call of Duty had it, then Battlefield came out. I was like, man, this is different. So then they were yeah. kind of back and forth for a minute. And then all of a sudden, like, whenever... I think Call of Duty had a mistake of kind of making their games a lot the same for a while, like yep. the style of play. And you always had kind of Halo you could throw in the mix a little bit, like you said, yeah. Battlefield. But then I mean, whenever... Battlefield kind, of, Battlefield kind of got to where it was like, okay, this is the same game we've played. And then Call of Duty went super futuristic, like rocket packs and all this. That's where they lost Fighting me. Fighting in space. That's where they lost me because I they never lost me like four games ago. I right? never lost. I never liked Halo on that. So the last like three or four games, I've been out on Call of Duty. But this year they went back to world, uh, to world old two. school, World War Two, uh, authentic weapons, no thirty foot. Rocket jumps, just just raw, just to get realistic, raw realistic gameplay, and I think I think they did it right. I, I really love the game. It's what fun, do you guys yeah. think? I know we play a lot. I mean, I mean go ahead. A World at War was was my favorite game. Like when it came out, I always enjoyed it. I like the old school guns, like the MP40 and you know some of the. The old World War Two guns, so that that's what I and I always liked the World War Two history too, with the Germans and you know, and the U.S. going back and forth, and that that's always been exciting to me with these games. So I think that adds to it a lot. Yeah, man. Um, like all of us, one of the rest of you guys, I fell off on it um, years ago because I just I don't know, I just became too high tech for me to just get interested in it just didn't seem realistic it, it just didn't dis what do you what's the proper term you're disinterested disinterested um it, but now you bring it back you bring it back to you know the old features the old gameplay zombies which is fun to play um and i'm just like most people i'm sure hopefully at this age i've only probably buy maybe one or two games a year and play those 2K, NBA 2K, NBA 2K, and, FIFA, <laughs> and Same. Call of Duty, and um, that's I all mean, I get is FIFA. And then, and, it's, and then it's even better when like, I'm probably playing as much as I am ever before because I'm playing it with like my friends. So yeah, I would not play it this much if you guys weren't online. You so. know what, man? I I don't know if any games are coming out, but can we just get a licensing deal done with the college sports so we can get NCAA football back? Oh, my gosh. That that is the best game, man. The recruiting and stuff was so fun. Like, Yeah. That was, that was, that was, yeah, way better than that. You don't got to pay the athletes. You just got to have the update. You can go online, do the download. That's all you ever did anyway. Then you get all the names in there. Exactly. And athletes don't got to get paid for you downloading some stuff legally. I know we're going to get the hate tweets, but college, NCAA college football, every year it came out, it had Madden beat. First of all, the first reason why, it came out about a month before Madden, Mm -hmm. and it had all the new features that Madden was going to have. Exactly. It had in it. And it was college football. Right. It's right. better. Right. That's true. So the hate, the hate tweets can come on. The, uh, and some then of the, the reasons. college basketball games were good too. They yes. were nice. So yeah. most of the reason why I brought that up, I want to talk about Call of Duty for a minute. We, you know, we talk about entertainment. That's, you know, just switch it up a little bit, a little different type of entertainment. It was actually my wife's idea. She's like, you know, you guys talk about movies and TV and stuff. Talk about video games a little bit. And it made me think. Of a game that was supposed to come out August of last year, then New Year's, 
and now it's all the way back to October 2018, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Have you guys ever played Red Dead Redemption? I've played it, but it's been a Red Dead Revolver is the same thing, right? Like That was like a really old... Yeah, that was the first one. It, so Red Dead Redemption is like Call of Duty in the Wild West. It's like Wild... Not Call of Duty. Uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Not World of Warcraft. It's Grand Theft Auto, Wild West. It's open world. You kind of... You go, you shoot somebody and steal their horse. You go... Um. like. It's at the Western at the saloon. It's Western, yeah. You you guys never played? Man, Man I can't get I, with those open world games. I'm oh gonna be honest God. with Bro, you. Bro, it is good. You I gotta, gotta have some it. like some structure. And it's multiplayer. You can play multiplayer. Go around and do like quests and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Quests is not where it's at for me. <laughs> I get bored too. Throw quick. me online. I tried to play that World of Warcraft one time, and I was like, Nah, I'm good, bro. Elder Scrolls, get me the fuck out of here. Soul Calibur. Uh, Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur is a fighting game. Yeah, it is a fighting game. I'm thinking of <laughs> like, no, Final up. Fantasy. Yeah, exactly. That oh, stuff, yeah. I can't get with I never got into Final Fantasy. Yeah. Not even the Star so, Wars version, which is the most exciting to me. Um, so I guess, you know. Although Mass Effect was kind of nice. I'm not Mass gonna lie Effect? About it. Mm. See, with me, it was just Halo. That's all I saw was Halo. There's a new God of War coming out. Do you guys, I think it's a PlayStation exclusive. Or it may have at one time been. I think it still is. Yeah, God of War was really good. That's a, there's a new God of War coming out. Obviously, it'll be the same game as it every year. There's just little tweaks, but I get hyped now for the MLB the Show. Yeah, you he this man will change coming will out buy a new console just to play the game. I've never heard of any human being. See that now, would do I such did this thing. for like four. I actually or five did years. that for uh, for two K. I did this for like well, yeah, but I stayed with the console. So <laughs> until about well, until I moved to Tennessee. So this is about until about six years ago. There was a three or four year period where everybody was playing Call of Duty online on Xbox. Everybody was playing Call of Duty online on Xbox. So in the fall, whenever the new Call of Duty came out, I had to get an Xbox to to play Call of Duty with all my friends online. So, I get the X. I got the Xbox and Call of Duty. Well, then in the spring when MLB the Show came out, it's a PlayStation exclusive. So I trade in the Xbox, get the PlayStation for MLB. Then so the that's fall, where you make the mistake. When the fall comes around, I traded it in. Got the. I did that like three or four years in a and row. You lose all your money on the trade in. <laughs> Absolutely. Just buy both consoles. Yeah. So now. I got a real job. Fifteen years later, be able to take those losses. So yeah, I just I'll go ahead and can take an L, but then I'll bounce back. back. And probably because my wife would murder me if I was giving away money like that. So yeah. definitely, just go ahead and cop both consoles, and yeah. then you don't have to worry about it. She's already mad at you as it is for playing Call of Duty in the first place. I mean, let's be honest. No, I don't play. I'm I'm in school right now and stuff. I'm just I I don't get to play as much as I wish I could, but. Um. Uh, yeah. Battlefront, Star Wars. You guys playing that? Did yeah. you Did you play that? Yeah, I have it. Yeah, yeah the I new one. The new one, Battlefront Two. My son likes the first one. He yeah. really likes it. I, like I haven't it. I haven't looked I into like the it, second man. one. But I can't lie. Ever since the day I got Call of Duty, I haven't played Battlefront Two yet. No. I mean, again, because same concept. It's just Star Wars, you know. So. Anything so else? I you might guys? try that in. <laughs> my trade for like, NBA while it still has a uh, value um, for next year's model actually I need a new controller my right <laughs> bumper my, my grenade bumper is going out <laughs> anything else RB. you guys want to hit on nah man I'm just on this uh, sneakers app refreshing over here because I'm waiting for them to drop these dunk contests. so listeners we have uh, a goal in mind we're all three of us are trying to get the Jordan Submit 3s. Um, we kind of vow to each other if we if we really want to get those, those so, shoes. So, if you could all do us a favor, download the Sneakers app. Right. And make sure when they're about to drop, you all refresh. Order a size 10. Everybody get a size 14. Order two size 10s. <laughs> <laughs> can I have a, two size 10s, uh, a number 14, and submit and confirm. <laughs> Please. 
So, yeah, so if you guys, you know, if you're not doing anything. And I'm the Adidas guy, and I really want this shoe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's hot. Man, it's going to be a hot shoe. So, all right. Well, we've done it like three, what, three, four weeks in a row? Three out of four weeks, I think. Oh, my god! Look out for our own um, signature shoe coming out with uh, Undisclosed brand. Under Armour. <laughs> We're definitely not signing with Under Armour. Under Armour, which would not exist if it weren't for Stefan Football. Mm. They the the people that started wearing Under Armour were the you Avengers. Know, college and professional football players. The they Avengers. had their, the, those skin tight Under Armour shirts. With, uh, Marvel, I think. Yeah. Skin tight, uh, sweat wicking Under Armour shirts. Football got that done, not basketball. <laughs> Alright, we'll see y'all next week. Peace.